Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flourish in Faith podcast. My name is Katarina. And my name is Tiffany, and we're so excited to have you here on the Flourish in Faith podcast, where we inspire and encourage Christians to flourish in faith. Yes, we are here. We are back with another episode, episode nine. We're super excited. And we actually have a series starting. Yeah. And this is the, what is it, relationship series? Relationship series. series. It's going to be a hot one. All right. Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all are ready. It's going to be good. We're fired up. We're super excited. We have so many episodes planned, so many topics, so many things to talk about. And um, we just really believe that the Lord has placed this on our hearts. Definitely. To just share and to encourage and empower you guys. So we're really excited. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited, you guys. This is just, this is just the beginning of mm-hmm. what's going to be months, okay? Yeah. Of topics regarding relationships. Right. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure most of you are either in a relationship or just got out of a relationship or haven't been in a relationship for a while. But I can tell you right now that you will get something out of this. Oh, yeah. And if you just follow us and listen for the next couple months... I'm telling you, you are going to learn and know and grow in how you do relationships. So I'm excited, girl. Yeah, let's get into our first topic. So this first episode of the relationship series is going to be about how to get out of a toxic relationship. So we have a bunch of points to share and we're going to go into detail on what those are. And I just want to encourage you, if you feel like you need to take notes on anything or if, if something catches you know, your ear or whatever it is, you feel like the Lord is like speaking to you, please write it down. Because I've noticed like when I listen to podcasts and they say something, I'm like, hold on, like that's really relating to me. And sometimes I don't always write it down and then I regret it because I like, I never remember it. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you, like if you feel like you need to write something down, write it down. And um, yeah, we're going to get into all these points for this topic. So the first point is going to be pray and ask God for wisdom. Ooh. So when you find yourself in a bad relationship, What's important is to know that you have God who is the one yeah. that you can turn to. Right. Instead of going to friends or family or anyone around you, it's best to go to God himself first. Yeah. So if you find yourself in a toxic relationship, the best thing to do is to pray. And prayer is really acknowledging that you have, you are depending on God. You're depending on his wisdom, on his grace to help you to get out of the mess that you found yourself in. Mm-hmm. And what's important is that you realize that prayer, it really establishes an intimacy in a relationship with the Lord. So if you are a believer and if you are not, this is a great place to start to ask God for wisdom and pray and really asking God. It it establishes a dependency on him, like I said, and it keeps your attitude and your perspective on focus on him, knowing that he's the one who can help you. Right. So if you find yourself like you're trying to help this person who you're with understand what you're feeling and they're not understanding and they're still treating you bad and everything. The best thing to do is to run to the feet of Jesus. And a scripture that I know is very, I feel like it's a scripture I quote a lot. I feel like I've quoted this so much in the last couple months, but it's from James 1 5. And it is, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He yeah. will not rebuke you for asking. The most important thing we can remember is that we cannot depend on 
our lack of wisdom that got us into this toxic relationship to get us out of the toxic relationship. Right. So that is why we have to run to Jesus because he's the one who has the answers. He is really the solution. Mm -hmm. And if you have, if you didn't look to him before you got into the relationship, listen, you better look to him to get out of the relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for sure. Like going to the one who has all the answers. Yes. Is the key. Because if you're going to get anything out of this, pray and ask the Lord. Like, he knows. He knows everything. He knows everything that's going on. And he can guide you. He can walk you through. Give you the insight that you can't see. Because I feel like when you're in the middle of something like that, it's so easy to get wrapped up, like, in your emotions. Yes. And it's hard for you to see anything outside of that. Yeah. Um. So really, like, asking God, like, and like what you said, if you are a Christian or you're not you don't really have a relationship with God. Like now is the time and he is closer than he's ever been. Like he's right there with you. He is seeing, he's watching everything and he understands. Um, and he knows. So yeah, just turning and just depending on him in this time is so essential because it will make everything so much better. For sure. I think, like you said, we get so caught up in how we feel that we really can't make a full, clear thought and Mm -hmm. you can't see outside of what you're feeling sometimes. So my advice, yeah, or really the Lord's advice, because he's the one who downloaded everything to us about this topic of how to get out of relationships is that you just run to him. And I'm telling you, he will not disappoint you. If anything, he will empower you and encourage you to move forward. So yeah that's good the next point is change the way you think again Mm. changing the way you think now goes back to asking the lord and seeking him because we really can't change the way we think on our own yeah we can ask others for help but ultimately that change has to it has to start with ourselves so no one can change us it's really up to us to make that change Mm -hmm. but we cannot make that change apart from god right so a scripture, another scripture of mine I love so much is, again, I quote this all the time. You guys have heard me say this on the podcast before, is in Romans 12, verse 2. And it says, do not com- copy the co- do not copy the customs of this world mm. or the patterns of this world, but let God transform you by changing the way you think, transforming you into a new person by changing the way you think. Yeah. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. Mm. So my thoughts are that we have to really make adjustments in how we see ourselves, our identity, and who we are, knowing that our identity is not based on our relationship status or based upon what someone feels about us or thinks about us. Because a lot of times we're in, we're in talks relationships. We're so focused on what they think about us and how they said that we're this and we're that. And, oh, no, I'm not. But then you're so focused on what they said that was so negative about you that you can't even re- realize who you actually are. Right. And if you didn't know who you are going into the relationship, how do you expect to discover who you are within the relationship? I think a lot of times, I think it's for myself, I discovered really who I was or who I didn't want to be coming out of relationship. Mm. Don't you think? I, I know I'm speaking for myself here, but maybe you can feel the same way. Maybe you can relate too. I think that it's important that we use the word of God. Uh, we need to let the word renew our minds and change the way we think about ourselves. So 
using your imagination is, is, is key really. And I feel like the Bible opens up our imagination to imagine a life apart from this person because the Bible and God's word and what, who he says he is, is all over the word. And who he says that you are is all over his word, how much he loves you, how much he cares for you. And if you don't know that, then you're never going to get out of this relationship because you're going to be so focused on what this person thinks about you rather than what God thinks about you. So I just feel like when I was preparing this, it was really God was leading me to remember that we should use our imagination and imagine our lives without this person, without the drama, without the fear, without Mm-hmm. being afraid of what would happen if we're not with them and really use our imagination in, a, in a, the best way. Sometimes we imagine the worst that could happen and all the things that could go wrong and imagining whatever that the enemy wants us to think about, which is so negative, but really let's imagine our lives like apart from this person. And it kind of can unlock some, some cur- courageousness. Don't you think? Yeah. And like, Just as easy as you can imagine it, with the Lord's help, you can get out of it. Yes. Like, don't think it's like it can never happen for you or you're stuck or whatever the case is. Like, we, like, our brains are so, like, powerful. Like, what we can think about and what we can make happen with the Lord's help and with the Holy Spirit. Like, don't downplay that. Um, And just really, like, what you were saying, making the decision to say, yes, like I want, I need to change the way that I think, but knowing that it's not gonna, like, you're not going to be the one to do it. Like it's going to be the Holy spirit to come in and change your mind, change the way that you think about yourself, change the way that you think about relationships and partnerships and all kinds of things. Um, it takes your yes, but it's the Holy spirit that's doing all the work inside of you. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So following that last point that we made, in regards to changing the way that we think. So you've come to a decision, right? Because this episode is about how to get out of a toxic relationship. So you've you've asked the Lord, God, I need you to help me to change my mind. Like I need a different perspective. I need help. And the Holy Spirit's coming in and he's changing you and he's changing your mind and he's helping you through this. Now, the next step is how to get out. Planning your exit. Taking off doing the thing that you've been wanting to do for so long, but you couldn't, right? Um, So we're just going to go into a couple of segments within that. Um, And one thing, and I think a lot of us do this, but talking about something is not going to do anything. That's right. Talking is... Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. (laughs) Less talk, more action. It is cheap. And we can talk all day long. Like... (laughs) Talk, complain. talk, talk, complain. Mm. But what are we going to do about it? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Yeah, we got to come up with an action plan. What are you actually going to do? Right. You are finding yourself disturbed and always angry and mad at yourself and disappointed in who you've become and that you've allowed yourself to be in this situation. Right. And then on one hand, you're like, I'm ready. But then a lot of times... On the other hand, the other person is they've got a hold and there's an element of manipulation or some kind of form of control, especially when people use their words to control and just whatever they try to do. And we've been there before. And it's 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 sometimes I feel like the other person who has that really compassionate, like 
soft heart is mm. the one who gets played and burned. Wow. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh at that. Why am I laughing at that? It's just a, you know, when you like have a nervous laugh and yeah. you're like, eh. right. <laughs> yeah, I probably did that way too much <laughs> in my last relationship. But no, uh, we have to have a real plan of attack. Okay. We need to prepare for takeoff. Okay. Yeah. We're flying out of here right. and we're not looking back. What I want to really focus on and let you understand, or hopefully you can understand, is like when you decide you cannot go back, like this is, we're not going back here. There's no plan B. There's no trying to like get closure. No other option. There's no plan B. No multiple choice. No. This is one written answer and it's go. And it's go. Get up out of there. So what's important is that you prepare for how you're going to express the fact that it's time for you to move on and hopefully you're in a position where you can express this and it's going to be a healthy discussion. However, people are people and unpredictable. And if you do know this person is a hothead and you know that they're going to just have a meltdown or something, then make sure that you have a plan of attack where you can have either a third party or do it over the phone or in a, a public place where you're safe and you're not alone at home and someone can pop off and get crazy. Right. So that is very important is making sure you're mindful of your safety and making sure that you can es- express yourself and communicate and have a, a, an understanding of what you want to say before you actually start saying it. Because if you don't know what you're going to say, you're going to just get so... You can easily be influenced by what they have to say, remember? Their motives and their words they use as, as forms of control, yeah. they can affect you. And if you don't have something written out, but if you need to rehearse it and practice, do that. Like, yeah. Okay? So make sure you just do... you observe and you know this person you've been with them for a long time so you know them so make sure that you're mindful of that also make sure that how you communicate matters so make sure you respond and don't react if you know that they may if they do go crazy let them go crazy we're not going to try to convince them to understand what you're saying they are not getting it because they're in their emotions if that's the case, if it's a mutual thing and it's healthy, thank God, then you can amicably move on if you can do it in person. But if you can't, don't do that. Don't do this to yourself because you deserve better and you don't deserve to be in an unhealthy situation that you can avoid. So, yeah. And I think we did touch on like just having a clean break. Uh, there is no plan B. Make sure that you delete the number, block the number. Yes, please like move out do what you move have to away do. whatever you need to do if unfollow them from social media don't ask your friends to watch their oh, instagram no. stories or check on their posts leave them alone and move on with your life yes, yes. cut them off like yes. i don't believe like and it sounds so harsh like cut them off but you need to like you need to know yourself and you need to be very wise because one little slip can get you right back where yes. you used to be. Cold turkey. Yes. Cut everything off. For sure. Any tie to this person, it has to go because it's just not healthy and it's not wise. Um, now, like we were saying, <laughs> talk is kind of cheap in that way where it's like it's easier said than done, yeah. obviously. But um, this is really for the best because having those 
first of all, you're already going to have memories. You're already going to have things you're going to be thinking about in like the past and all the things. So that's one thing. But then to have something in your face where you're constantly seeing the person or seeing pictures or seeing their phone number or whatever the case is, social media, like it triggers. Yes. And it's even worse to get over that person and to heal and to move on. So my suggest, our suggestion is literally cut Cut everything off. off. Do what you have to do and separate yourself completely from this person. Definitely. There's no other option here. Right. Once you make a decision, it's no going back. So that may seem very dramatic, but that is a way that we should approach making many decisions. And and especially when it comes to who you're going to spend your life with, who you're going to do life with, your purpose partner. And if you don't know your purpose there's a problem there because you're looking at them as if they're the purpose of your life. And that's something that I can speak from my experience is when you don't know who you are, you don't know your purpose and you place all of your identity and who you are in a human being in someone right. who doesn't really know who they are. And especially if they're treating you the way that they are. So our next point, which actually is very (laughs) ties into what we just said is to know your worth and your values wow okay that'll do it (laughs) yeah so if you don't know who you are and you have no values then you are going to agree with who this person says that you are by default if you have not set a standard and don't have values then you have nothing to go by. You have nothing to, yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, there's no, what is it like when you, like, try to, like, measure something or, like, the guidelines? Like, there's nothing to go right, off of. Right. You're just, like, accepting anything. Mm-hmm. You're thinking that anything is okay. Yes. Um, and that's when, you know, like, love is blind. Like, you know, like, they say that. Mm-hmm. But it really is. And when your emotions are in it, you really want to be with someone. And you finally found somebody and you're in it. And then... One day you're like, hold on, this is not healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, how did I get here? But it's little compromise by compromise and letting things in and allowing things to continue and to happen. Just because honestly, like in a way you kind of didn't know any better because you didn't have any standards or any values. Right. Or you didn't know your worth. Um, So, yeah, I think definitely starting there is 100% key. What is your belief system? And even if you don't have anything clearly written out or understood you still have some beliefs that either you learn by you know your culture and your family but a lot of times sometimes you know especially when you're young you just join and get with somebody and just hop on to what they like and what they know and they have beliefs and they have ideologies and things that they believe but at the end of the day like if you're naive then you're just going to go along with it and believe that like this person is so wise and so knowledgeable and has all the answers because they're a little bit older than you or more experienced and when you really should decide for yourself what are my non-negotiables like what am i what are how do i value myself it goes back to do you even value who you are because if you don't know who you are and you don't know who god is you will not have any value yeah you won't have an understanding i should say of what your values should be yeah. In God's word, he always, he gives us an understanding and he establishes his commands to love him 
and then love yourself and then love others. And that should be the standard of our value system and what we actually believe about ourselves and how we approach every relationship is to love God first before anything else and then love ourselves. And then we can love that person in the context of this relationship. Uh, I did write some things down, so I'm going to share it with you guys. And I think I pretty much touched on it, but I just wanted to touch on, does this person honor your worth as a human being or as a child of God, really? And if they don't, then that means that they don't honor themselves and they're disrespecting not only you, but they're disrespecting themselves and God. They're not honoring you. They're not honoring your temple, your body. They're not honoring God if they don't honor you. And I think that's very sad that a lot of people find themselves in these circumstances where they feel like they are walked all over on, but it's because they didn't honor themselves and they didn't set that tone and that standard for that person to meet that. And And I think like the ultimate standard is the word of God. Like what the Lord says in the Bible is your standard. Yes. Because without that, like there is no standard in the world. What a standard is something one day and the next day it's thrown out the window and opinions fly around like nobody's business. 2010, something might be allowed. Mm-hmm. 2020, it's not. That's right. 2030 might be allowed again, according to people's opinions and mm-hmm. whatever. But the word of God never changes. It's the standard. It's God's design and yes. it's perfect. And if that's not your standard, I highly recommend you dive in, ask the Lord help to help you understand and help you to trust the word of God because it will change your life and it will allow you to accept um, your worth and who yeah. you are and what the, what the Bible says about you and what the Lord says about you. Cause these are his words. And he's saying like, you are worthy. You do have value yes. to me. Like you are so valuable that like the son of God died on a cross for that's you. Right. That's like that's right. how much value you have. But if you don't know the word, then you don't know that. Um, so the standard is the Bible. The standard is the word that's of right. God and what he says that is true. Yes. And that is written in stone and does not move, does not waver does will never change and that is your foundation yeah don't let society dictate what you value because like kat said it can change anytime and uh our the word of god should be what we what we honor and we how we see ourselves i also wanted to mention too in the word i believe it's in ephesians 5 is it, it really sets a tone and a standard for how husbands and wives should love each other yeah and husbands should wa- husbands should love their wives like Christ loves the church, right. and wives should submit to their husbands in all that they do, right. and they should submit to each other. And when we hear that word submit, it makes people cringe because they think it's just like something that is so offensive and like you have no worth if you submit, and that's actually not true. You have so much worth and value that you choose to submit to someone who loves and honors the Lord because he's being led by the Lord. And that's for wives. And then for men, you can honor the Lord by submitting to God and you are loving your wife by submitting to him and honoring her because you love him so much. So leading her uh, for sure. And leading her and not because you know what everything, but because God is the one who's giving you the understanding. Amen. For sure. That's good. Our next point is listen to the right voices. Mm. So 
I know that we all like to vent and complain a lot of times because it feels so good, especially when you're in a very toxic situation. It's just like, so you, I, I remember for myself when I was in past relationships, it would felt so good to always complain. And it was like soothing in a way, like it was like a way of coping because as women, especially we need to like express ourselves and communicate how we feel. And when you're, your partner, whoever you're with is not listening to you. You're like, well, I didn't go talk to my girlfriends and, or, you know, talk to someone, let them know. And it feels good in the moment. And it's not to say that talking about things doesn't help you to process how you're feeling, but if you're just talking and talking and talking and talking and nothing's changing, then there's, there's an issue there. You don't know how to communicate with who you're with and they don't know how to communicate how they feel with you. So we need to learn how to communicate. And if they're not willing to do that, then you got to go. It's not going to work. Again, talk is cheap. Stop complaining about it if you're not going to do anything about it. So um, I know that oftentimes we feel like we can go to people, but a lot of times I feel like people go to others who are already in toxic relationships. So how is that helping you out? You know, and then you find everybody is always mad, always upset, always like just sad and angry and how was your day Eh. you know and I think it's because a lot of times like birds of a feather flock together so if you're always around other people who are in bad relationships what do you think is going to happen to yours yeah you know Uh, another point um, as I was preparing for this was making sure that you are getting help from people who are in healthy places in your life or they do have a relationship with God a lot of times people do turn to their godly friends because their godly friends are yeah. usually either single <laughs> or they're in healthy relationships. Hopefully right. I'm not saying that every single Christian couple is doing great, you know, cause let's be real. Yeah. Relationships are hard no matter if you're a Christian or not, but mm-hmm. it's important to look to those and seek out examples of godly couples who truly are in love with each other right. and are in love with Jesus So for example, for me, I know that when I was dealing with past relationships, I remember just having a great close friend of mine and she prayed for me. She helped me to really release and let go and make sure that I take a stand and make that decision to like cut off ties completely. And it took prayer. It took divine intervention from the Lord himself to help me. And my mind was completely transformed in literally like it was a process but it was almost like it also happened in one moment when I decided that this was no longer going to be my portion and I was not going to go back I was not going to give access to this person because they were not healthy for me and they were connected to the my past self and I was Um, I was a new creation in Christ Jesus I'm so glad I had the right people around me the right community around me because if I didn't I honestly could have went back and I could have really went even deeper and darker into a pit that I it may have taken a lot more time to get out of yeah so yeah and that's like a real thing because people like especially people who have like recently given their lives to Christ like we're talking new creation, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. you are a new creation in Christ Jesus, but your environment is still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like the people that you've been friends with, 
they're still there sometimes. Right. Sometimes the Lord just, they magically go away and it's like yeah. the Lord's grace and they just like, I'm like, okay, cool. God mm-hmm. took care of that one. <laughs> but sometimes there's still somebody hanging That's on, right. hanging on to your coat mm-hmm. and don't want to go nowhere. Trying to remind you Ooh. what you used to do. and Remember when we did this? Mm-hmm. You want to go do this? Right. So right. that's a process and that's not easy all the time. But like what you said, having the right people in your life, like the Bible says to have wise counsel, not just any counsel, wise counsel. That's right. And you're only wise if you're following the Lord and you're getting downloads from the Holy Spirit. So having that is literally what you need because you're that like exactly what you said. You can fall back right back where you were and it's one step backwards and you can be like 10 steps, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, I could have easily got wrapped up in what could be, I think also too, we kind of like imagine, oh, well, maybe if things went well, like we imagine things going well with the person who hurt us. And mm, yeah, yeah, it's, it's this false, like this vain imagination really, because this person is not God's best for you. If they are an unbeliever and you are not married to them, you need to be out. There is no question. What are you doing? Yeah you know for sure there's no like i'm not going to like play myself you know sometimes we got to be real real with ourselves god's grace is real but we gotta we gotta really make sure that we not take advantage of his grace in a way that is detrimental Mm. to our well-being because at the end of the day uh his grace is sufficient in our weakness but we have to acknowledge that we're weak in this particular area right? and yeah. not strong. <laughs> and if you know you're not strong in being with the right person and su- selecting the right people to be in relationship with, submit that and lay that down. Do not pick it up at all. Because if you know that you need help, you need someone to be in your corner. You need a coach. You need a friend. You need wise counsel, like you said. And it takes you submitting and having that accountability not only to the Lord, but to another person who loves the Lord with all their heart and who knows how to do relationships well. And you really look at their example, their life, see like, are they happily married? Like really what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't just go off like, well, they go to church or something. Yeah. It needs to be beyond, beyond that. We need to see some tangible evidence. Right. And what you were talking about something, but like, I want to encourage you to take responsibility for like your part mm-hmm. because the Lord is going to transform your mind. He's going to like renew you. He's going to do yeah. all those things, but you still have a responsibility, right? You still have work to do in your life to make decisions because that's the Lord's not going to do that for you. Like he's going to make things easier and he's going to help you, of course, but you still have to be the person to say yes or no yes. and to move on or to stay. Um, so like, I feel like a lot of people will be like, oh, well, God's going to handle it. And I trust in God and, you know, it's all just going to work out one day, but, um, it does not work like that because you have to do your part. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you have to do your part. It's, it requires effort on our part and not just one time. It's a daily decision Mm -hmm. to say yes to Jesus and no to your former self and no to that horrible relationship right. that you know caused you so much heartache that you are trying to overcome and right. yield to the Lord and, and make sure that you're not picking that up again and healing from all of that trauma. So that brings us to our next point, which is commit to the process of change. So we have to decide that we're going to commit to 
being this new creation. Yeah. It takes work. It is a process. But there are some avenues that the Lord gives us to make sure that we are detoxing and healing in the most healthy way through community, yeah. through therapy, through accountability, and other ways that the Lord will bring this healing into your soul from what you experience in your past relationship. So whenever you have been in something toxic, you have to be cleaned up and purified. That requires purifying your heart, your mind, your soul, every part of you. And and it may take some time, but understand that it took time for you to be in that relationship and to learn all those unhealthy ways and patterns and habits and lack of communication skills and all that. And now we're having to unlearn and cleanse from all of that. And it takes time and it requires you to say yes to some things that may be can seem a little painful because healing can sometimes be a painful process, Mm -hmm. sometimes even more so than what we went through. But I'm telling you, it is worth it because in your next relationship, in Jesus name, you will be a better person and you will be more equipped and confident because you have the Lord on your side. You've gone through certain things that most people don't do before they get married, that most people don't do before they get into relationships, that most people don't do before they start doing something that is their purpose or whatever it might be, you know, and yeah. how much better would you be at your job or in your family as a sister or brother or a friend or a cousin or anything that, you know, all those titles that we kind of all have, right. how much better would you be as a healed you versus the broken you? Right. You have something to give Come people on. now. Yes. You don't have just little like Drops. crumbs. Like <laughs> crumbs. That's a like, perfect You can word. give them the whole piece yes. now. And you got plenty because yes. you're overflowing mm-hmm. from the Lord with healing and joy yeah. and fruit and all the great things. And something we were mentioning before, like what you were saying about a daily decision. Like I remember when I gave my life to Christ, I was coming out of a breakup and um, I it was a relationship that was toxic in some ways um in terms of like emotionally and different things like that but i remember every single day like asking the lord like jesus please heal me like every day every day because i knew what i went through and i knew i needed healing and every single day until i felt like i was there i did it it didn't matter if i had a good day or if I didn't think about him that day or whatever, I still said, it. I declared it with my mouth and I asked the Lord to come in and he did. And one day I remember looking, I'm like, hold on. I don't, it just kind of fell off. And I was like, wow, like, mm-hmm. would you look at that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like declaring it with your mouth, like declaring yes. the word over you, like it's powerful. It's alive. Like allowing the Lord to just come in and just really trust him through this process. Like, this process of change, it is for the better. And you made this decision for a reason. It's because you want different. Yes. And it's going to take work and it's going to take change to get that different outcome. But it is worth it. It is It is worth it. On the, on the good days, it feels good. And on the bad days where you feel like sometimes like, man, you kind of miss having someone mm-hmm. to come home. Well, listen. All right. Hold on. <laughs> What am I? I know some of y'all are out there shacking, living with someone who you were not married to. 
thinking that this is a preview to marriage, but you're doing yourself a disservice because you're not honoring really the sanctity and the covenant of being in a committed relationship. And this person has not shown you that they're willing to commit to being only with you for the rest of their life. Yeah. They, you are not married and you're pretending that you're married. And if you found yourself, praise God coming out of a situation like that, bravo, like, glory to god yeah but sometimes i think people can feel like they miss coming home to someone mm-hmm. and or maybe you were married and you know it's you know it's the lord has given you the green light and that's another topic that we're not going to go into right now but there are people who are really like divorced out here and god so loves him Amen. god's not mad at you so and if maybe you are missing that that feeling of, you know, someone being there to change your tire for you or change, you know, the curtains and the curtain rod and put up the pictures or someone meal. to cook you a meal or wash your clothes when you're tired or put the kids to bed. There's so much that yeah. in a relationship, you're dependent on each other for the things that we often do and need on a daily basis. Yeah. But the feeling of being in a warm bed sleeping by yourself knowing that someone is not cheating on you (laughs) someone is not coming home at three o'clock in the morning Mm. from the club or out with the boys or the girls let's be honest girls some of y'all out here yeah we out turning up thinking you 22 bumping in the club this is not okay i'm not trying to come for you like please understand i was that person okay <laughs> this is not me saying i can't believe you're out there doing stuff oh my gosh yeah because listen i know that there are people who are watching who they're not all we're not all we're not all christians they're right. not all christians yeah and that's not our goal was not only for this to be for just for christians this is for people out here who oh, really yeah. are seeking to a way out a way out and this is through jesus like he is the way he's the he truth really- and he's the life <laughs> Yeah. He is the way 100%. out. I am telling you, the Lord told me so many times, get out. Because the thing is, you may get yourself somehow, by the grace of God, but maybe you don't know it, out of this relationship, but you're going to get yourself into another toxic relationship because most likely there's a pattern. And you're going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling until you get down to the root. And you can only realize mm. the root when the Lord reveals that route to you. Wow. So you may have, you know, mm. skipped by this one. Oh, we're done. Three months later. Oh, I see a homeboy in the club. He was looking real nice. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Right back where you were. And right. you're like, how did this happen again? Well, it's a cycle. And until you yes. have the Lord to break that chain and break off what needs to be broken off, you're going to keep rolling and rolling and rolling. It's, it's really having that self-awareness and noticing the patterns. Where are you going every Friday night? Who are you around? Who is in your ear? Like all the things that we've been, we've been seeing. Yeah. Those are the patterns. And we go about our lives. We wake up. We go to work. We Whatever we do, go to school, come home. And there's a cycle, a pattern. You have routines. What is your routine? And 
I think that if you start to become more aware of the, the unhealthy habits that you have, then you can start to understand, okay, those habits have created who I am today. Unhealthy habits or healthy habits, whatever habits you have, they create who yeah, you are. For sure. And it's what you believe about yourself is what you're going to actually do. So if you're seeking attention, listen, you're going to go in the club because you know someone's going to holler. Someone's mm-hmm. going to be like, hey, girl, I see you over there. Okay. All right. You know, or if you're a guy and, you know, there's a girl out there who's seeking that attention and you want someone to want you. What do you think? You know, we go to places where we want to feel seen. We want to feel accepted. We want to feel like, like the man or the girl. We want to feel the the temporary satisfaction of love and attention. Yes. Worth. Right. When it's really actually, it's hiding as lust. You're, you're lusting after something that only God can, can actually fulfill and fill you up. And Mm -hmm. that's, it's a cover up. You're thinking that you're like in need, but it's really, you're lusting after something that cannot satisfy you. Right. Yeah. Whether it's attention or whether it's recognition or whether it's even ambition, just because like I I'm successful just because, and what is your motivation behind your success? Is it just for yourself? What is it? Because you can't sustain yourself. You can't sustain your success. Right. That's there's that's a shaky foundation. That's yeah. a whole other topic. All it right. Really is. Let me come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Okay. Wow. See this when we start. That's yeah. let me get going. <laughs> Point number eight. Don't blame the other person and don't blame God. I'm gonna explain to you what I mean by that. Okay. So I'm listening. <laughs> so. Don't blame the other person, right, for your decision, right, to be with them. You decided. So let's take ownership and responsibility for the fact that you decided to be with them. It is not their fault that you're with them. Sure, they approached you or maybe you approached them and they look pretty or they're handsome and whatever. Or y'all had a good conversation, chemistry, blah, 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 blah. blah. That's all fantastic. But guess what? Till it's not. (laughs) so it's not really because chemistry is not going to keep you guys together okay one minute you're like oh my god he's so he makes me loud the next minute i hate him so much it's it's your feelings and what you feel it's not it's not going to sustain your relationship you need more than that yeah so for sure if Jesus is not, is not at the center of your relationship, it is not going to go the distance. And why do I say don't blame the other person or blame God? Blaming God a lot of times is like an easy way out. It's yeah. just a way to like be like, oh, why did God allow me to be with this person? He didn't say anything to that. And he, that's why we're you saying saw what earlier, you like? like taking responsibility. <laughs> Come on. You still have a choice for all these things. Mm-hmm. Like he is so gracious that like he gave you the free will to choose to be with this person. Even though he knows you ain't supposed to be with them. And that person is hurting Come you. Come on. But he works all things together for your good. And he knows that you're going to need him and depend on him when everything hits the fan. Yeah. Right? And for that's sure. what he did for us. We're examples of this. <laughs> Everything hit the fan and Everything here we fan. are. And here we are. So it's important that we take responsibility for our decisions. Yeah. 100%. And we're not going to 
uh, bash ourselves for it. But we're also not going to ignore and deny the fact that we actually decided to be with them. And that doesn't mean that we have to stay with them either. We decided to be with them, Mm -hmm. but now we can decide to not be with them. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Understood. Understood? I understood the assignment. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? I do. So. I hope you guys do. I I hope so too. And I can get very passionate about this, but it's from my experience. And so we're doing this episode and this, all the episodes after this, because we do not want any man or woman out there to experience what we went through. Yeah. If you have already, there is a way out and we are examples of that by God's grace. Yeah. So. Point number nine. I keep saying that. I keep going above. Okay. Point number eight. Forgive the person who hurt you and forgive yourself. I think you should talk about that. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely talk about that. So forgiving the person who hurt you. Okay. So when I think of forgiving the person who hurt you or for like personally for me, I think about at the end of the day, like, a lot of the times these people don't know any better not to say like they're like the victim or whatever but a lot of the times when people do things that are wrong it's because they've seen things that are wrong or um it's a generational thing or whatever that's just all that they know um now i'm not saying that you can't be a person who can make decisions and choose right from wrong obviously you can however like And I think me as a Christian now, I can have a lot more grace for people and actually learn and know how to forgive people because Jesus forgave me. Um, And I can extend grace to people that like in the world's eyes should not receive that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. or yeah. And I shouldn't give that to them in the world's eyes. But um, at the end of the day, everyone is a human being. And I've heard people that I don't even know about or I do know about and what am I better than that person that hurt me just because they're the ones who did it to me? No. So like, and I think it's a a source of like pride in a way, like, Oh, I'm not forgiving them because they did that to me and they hurt me. Well, you probably hurt them too. (laughs) Like, let's be real. It takes two to tango (laughs) relationships. It can get fired up real quick. And just because they may have hurt you a little bit worse than you doesn't mean that you never have hurt them. So, um, that's not on forgiving the other person. And like Jesus is the ultimate example of forgiveness, you know, like he says he will not forgive you if you do not forgive others. Like that's enough for me because I need forgiveness. Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to be forgiving everybody all day long because I need it, you know, from the Lord. Um, so that's that. And just really like knowing like this person is a human being and yes, they messed up, but we all make mistakes. And no one is going to be perfect. We're all going to try to be like Jesus, but we're never going to be him. We're never going to arrive to him because he is perfect. Um, so just really understanding, like having compassion. Like I truly have compassion for the people that have hurt me because I understand like we make mistakes and no one is perfect and things go wrong sometimes. And I've been led by emo- by my emotions plenty of times. So like I am not going to be too prideful to not extend that forgiveness and grace to other people. Um, and then forgiving yourself. Ooh, this is one that's personal. Mm. So really quick earlier this year, we were going through or last 
no, last, sometime last year, we were going through a, a challenge, a emotional healing challenge, I believe it was called. And the Lord revealed something to me. And the, re- the Lord revealed to me that I needed to forgive myself for making the decision to pursue a relationship with someone. And he gave me a distinct memory. And I remember driving to go see this person. And in my mind, at the time, I wasn't a Christian, but I always believed in God. And I always wanted God in my relationship because I've always seen how God makes everything better. And I knew that that's what eventually I wanted, but I wasn't even a Christian to even like be there. So I remember thinking like, okay, I'm going to see this person and I know that they don't really know God. They say that they believe in a God or a higher power or something, but I knew I believed in God. I just didn't follow God, but I had always known God in some way. Um, and I remember making a conscious decision of saying, oh, I'm just going to go ahead and pursue him anyways. And I remember like always now as a Christian, always going back to that memory in my head and kind of like beating myself up. Like, Katarina, you should have known better because if you would have made the decision right then and there to say no and turn around and not pursue this guy, you would have never been in this relationship. But the Lord revealed to me that I need to forgive myself. And like, just like everybody else, like forgive them because they do not know. Like, and I just didn't have the understanding and the willpower to go past my emotions because I really wanted to be with somebody. And I really wanted to have a boyfriend and have a relationship and to have someone. And at that time I could not, I didn't have the Holy Spirit to give me the self-control to move past those emotions. Um, so the Lord revealed that to me that I needed to forgive myself. And I was like, whoa, like I, my eyes were open. Cause like, I would always go back to be like, Karen, really like, come on, you could have done better. Like, what is wrong with you? And he revealed that to me. And I was like, shook. And I was like, I forgive myself, Lord. Like, I'm sorry. And I let that go. Um, so not saying that your story is going to be exactly like mine, but we can beat ourselves up sometimes, a lot of the times and put ourselves down and just not, um, not extend grace to ourselves, you know, because at the end of the day, we are God's treasure and God's masterpiece. And if we're not going to treat ourselves with respect and value, then nobody else is. Um, so yeah. Thank you girl for sharing that. I love how you allow the Lord to reveal that to you because I think before even you mentioning that, I think what I was thinking was, yeah, like, okay, God forgave us. We forgive others, but you actually were intentional about seeking the Lord and asking him to reveal to you what it is that he, he knew that you needed to, yeah. to know and, and to forgive yourself about. And I think it, it requires a level of humility to do that. So that's awesome, girl. And there's so much freedom in that. So much freedom in that. So just want to encourage you, like ask the Lord, like, do I need to forgive myself for anything? Um, because we're yeah. very self-critical of ourselves yeah and it's okay to be self-aware but not be self-critical it's right. okay to have wise counsel and have people who lovingly correct you but speak the truth in love and mm-hmm. god's rod of correction is way better than the correction of man because man will really lay it down and it will really sting but god he's so merciful that he will just He'll, re- re- he'll bring to your memory, like, that's not you. Like, I didn't create you to, to yeah. be like that. I want you to be the woman that I created you to be. And I created you to love yourself and to have value for yourself and, and really honor yourself in a way that honors me. 
So I want to add to what you said, girl, about forgiveness. And I think releasing and forgiving others is very helpful so that we don't become bitter Mm -hmm. towards that person or towards ourselves. And like, how could you have done that? You know, being so critical of yourself. And it's important that we do take responsibility that we, yes, we, we allowed ourselves to be in the situation, but we have to forgive ourselves and release ourselves from the fact that we knew better and we now know, okay, now that we released that, we know we can do better. Right. We can make that conscious decision and forgive ourselves so that we don't have a bitter heart towards someone who maybe God will allow to come along. And we we don't want to be bitter also mm. to the possibility really of having a new relationship again mm. and like being in love again. For sure. Because yeah. then that just like really delays and blocks. Right what God has promised for you because yeah. you're still so stuck on what happened in your past. Right. And if like, if God says you need to love others, like that means your ex too. Like <laughs> that Ooh. means you still need to love that person that hurt you. Yeah. Wow. Just because they were your ex, like does not matter. That person is still created in the image of God. And you by command by Jesus says to love that person. This is true. We should bless and pray for our exes. Bless and pray for Let's them. normalize that. How yeah. about that? Bless your enemies is what the Lord says. And when we do that, our hearts are actually more tender yeah. to forgive and to let go and to really believe and pray for the best for yes. them. Even when we don't feel like it. We shouldn't wait to feel like we should pray. Mm-hmm. We should just pray. Because we're never going to feel like it if that's the case. Never. It's actually in you doing it yeah. and obeying what God says to bless amen, your enemies amen. is when you start to really see that transformation in your heart that yes. you actually want the best for it's them. That's true. Yeah. So point number nine. 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 <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So the point next point is set new standards. This is probably one mm-hmm. of my favorite points out of all. Why? Because I look forward to setting new goals and new standards and new everything. Cause I just want to be better and better and new all that. But we can set the goals. We can set, you know, all that stuff. But most importantly, like how do you, how do we set new standards for our future relationships? Not just, our not just a romantic relationship in the future but like our friendships how we have our you know our work relationships with our co-workers or boss or whoever our parents because really the way the standards that we have for doing relationships it's really how we're going to do a lot of relationships right yeah now i know that different relationships have different contexts and there's different they're not always going to be the same because every person's different and setting and all that good stuff but there are certain criteria and standards that we should have for like all of our relationships, which right. is to love and to honor, honor. and to mm-hmm. forgive and have those new standards. Right. But I also would, enc- would encourage you to have those standards for yourself because we can't really set standards for others if we're not actually going to adhere to those standards for ourselves. So what I'm saying is not, I'm not talking about expectations. No, I'm talking about, standards of what do you believe and what is like non-negotiable now expectations are a little bit different but you can let people know that this is what my standard is for myself this is how i live my life 
And if you can come alongside with me and you are going to be willing and you have those same ones too, then we're on to something here. But if they don't, then how do you expect that relationship to work? Right. So we should decide on who we want to become so that we can set the standards for that future person that we're actually going to become. Yeah. And know that if you are coming out and you've made it through and you left behind that past toxic relationship, God has made you to be an overcomer. Jesus overcame so you can overcome too. There is always a way out of temptation. Mm -hmm. A lot of times what we're tempted to go back to is because of our own desires, our sinful, selfish desires. But God always offers a way out. And it's, it's just as simple and as quick as you saying, Lord, please help me to get out. <laughs> Find a way out for me right now, Lord. I need you. Like, this is humility at its finest. This is pride just being laid down. Stop thinking you can do this on your own and say, Lord, I need your help to get out. And I need your help to set new standards. Look to the word of God to set these standards because he knows exactly who you are. Look to one of my favorite, of course, everyone knows, most, not everyone, but most people have heard about the Proverbs 31 woman. Read the whole chapter if you haven't. <laughs> read over yourself. There would be times in the beginning on my walk uh, that I would just read each line and I would say, I am clothed with strength and di- dignity. I am a woman who who fears the Lord and does not fear the future. I am a woman who, who um, prepares her household and her kids have no lack. Her kids are never going to be cold. They're always going to be warm. They're always going to have clothing and all these things that I would always, I would just say, and I think I need to start doing that again, but I'm telling you, and there's a Proverbs 31 man. We talk, we, we forget him. Okay. If you read the verse, if, excuse me, if you read the scripture, King Lemuel is learning from his mother mm-hmm. who herself, she herself is a Proverbs 31 woman. She's letting him know, like, this is how a king is supposed to be in the first First time scriptures, I yeah. Believe. First time verses, right? So a lot of times we don't hear about like Proverbs thirty one man, but he's in there too. And um, men out there, read it, read it, and declare it over yourself and believe that I am who God says I am. I am this man because this is in God's word. If it's in His word, it is true, and yeah. this is who He wants you to be. So I have a lot to say about that. Yeah, about the standards thing. I feel like I need to mention, because I feel like with myself, I do this a lot where I kind of have this expectation of like, oh, they're going to know that like, this is my standard. Like, Mm. this is obvious. Mm. Like, no, Mm -mm. do not assume that somebody automatically knows your standard. If you need to tell them, if you need to tell yourself, if you need to write it down, like you do do what you have to do. Because I feel like a lot of times we can live in this like, la 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 fairy tale world where everybody's supposed to know what we're thinking and what we mean and that's just not the case mm-hmm. never assume just always like if you need to declare this to somebody or say like this is what i stand for then you need to do that um so i wanted to say that and then about you said overcoming mm-hmm. like yeah and i just want to encourage you to like god jesus is your redeemer in all things, yes. in all things. And what you think you lost, you have no idea what is in store because the Lord now has it in his hands. He can do so much greater things than you could ever do on your own with this like toxic relationship. You know, like he will redeem everything for you. So just please don't think like this is a loss. 
um, you're truly gaining so much more. You may not be able to see it now, but you will. Um, so yeah, just wanted to say yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would definitely like to say that I've gained so much. You know, a lot of times when you're leaving somebody, you think you're going to lose a world, you're going to lose yourself and lose your friends and lose yeah. your dog or lose your cat. Or <laughs> Listen, this yeah, happens. Sure. People have like pets together and stuff. Who gets the dog? Who gets the cat? Yikes. I don't know. I never had to have that. I never had that happen before. So I don't right. know. But but that's a real thing. Yeah. People are scared to lose things. But we have treasures in heaven. We should not set our focus on the things of this world. Even the people like around us. People come and go. Relationships come and go. Friendships come and go. But Jesus, he is forever. Yeah. He will always, always be with you. He will not abandon you. Make Jesus your best friend. Hallelujah. Make mm-hmm. Jesus your best friend. I gained so much. My goodness. I did not have any. I didn't really have many girlfriends or anything when I was in my past relationships. I mean, like very like random here and there. Like like one girl or two that I would like be cool with acquaintances. But I didn't really have like, you know, like close girlfriends because I was so wrapped up in this person that I was just like, I literally walked around with blinders on, honestly. Like they were my everything. Yeah. And I I was just like consumed. so consumed and so codependent on this person to make me happy when I when they were happy, I wasn't happy. When I wasn't happy Ooh. they Oh my I goodness. Them days. I'm so, I'm so glad I'm free. like we're, we're past that. Yeah, we're free in Jesus' name. But I'm saying that I have gained my best friend who's with me doing a podcast. Hey. Listen, if like, if I didn't give my life to Christ, I would not be doing this podcast right now. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Same here. I don't know if you people... Not you people. Sorry, guys. I don't know if you sorry, guys... Sorry, she's getting passionate. <laughs> the hands are coming up. I don't know if you guys understand. Like, I don't know that I would be doing this. This mic, these everything, like, I bought this stuff when I was in, like, toxic relationship. Okay, do you understand? God literally takes all things. Hallelujah, that is the, <laughs> right there. He redeemed that mic. <laughs> that mic was supposed to be used for something else. And he redeemed it. Hallelujah. I'm so glad it's Talk not about it. this mic. Talk Somebody about told it. me, I'm like, Holy Spirit was real. He was like, don't really Hold on stuff. to this. This is expensive, first of all. <laughs> Can't just get rid of it. But yeah, I would not have gained my best friends and the community that I have of my closest friends dearest friends and my relationship with the Lord like there's so much that I have gained I've gained freedom I've gained wisdom I've gained understanding knowledge I've gained like learning about myself in a deep way that I never knew existed before dude you think you know yourself but you do not know yourself until you know the Lord what there's times when I sat in the mirror, I'm like, oh, Lord. He has unwrapped yes, unraveled layers like, of uh, me. And I'm just getting started. Like, that's true. there's more? You know, I didn't know mm. that God was this yes. deep and intricate, wide. His love for us is so deep and so wide. And I didn't know because, honestly, like, no one really told me. I know that sounds crazy, but. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. something, honestly. Like, you don't really understand until you experience for yourself. And I don't think that a lot of people who say they're Christian really dive that deep, you know? Yeah. 
into like into God and like how wonderful and beautiful yes. he is. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think a lot of people really have that revelation. Um yeah, and I get emotional talking about it because like yeah, he is everything. He really is. He's beyond what I thought when I gave my life to Christ, I did not know that I would be sitting here in front of a camera recording a podcast. I didn't know that I could have deep relationships with girlfriends that I I have today. I did not know that this was possible. Yeah. It seemed honestly foreign. It wasn't even a thought. Right. It was just one person and that's it. And myself and being selfish and trying to get mine and trying to get paid and trying to make a name for myself and be famous or whatever that means. And just like live in this bubble of disillusionment. I was just so disillusioned and basically meaning like I, I had, I didn't know where I was going, but I thought I was going somewhere. I was basically running in place with no purpose, just trying stuff out and seeing, you know, what stuck. And, and I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what I wanted to be in life. I was just kind of coasting. I was just coasting and just letting the wind blow me where I was going and letting the, the waves toss me to and fro and allowing the world to consume me and thinking that, you know, oh, like, oh, that's okay. And like, oh, well, that's not okay. And oh, like, let people just, and it was just like, I did not have a solid understanding of who I am. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a problem. Okay. Because we get into relationships, we don't know who we are. And then we feel like when they're, when it's time, when things are just not working, we get so, uh, we have a mental breakdown, literally. Like, you literally, like, People are depressed. People are anxious. Like, by God's grace, I was not depressed. I think I did go through some, like, low-grade anxiety and stuff. But, like, it was just, like, normal to me. But, you know, I went through some things that were, like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. There's a strength that I did learn, like, I did have at that time that I didn't know I had before. But... I think coming to Christ, I learned that I didn't have to be that strong on my own. I realized that like God, he's the one who I can depend on for strength. And there's a lot of things I could have avoided trying to be strong, Mm. you know? Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to grind through this. I'm strong. I'm going to stay. Yeah. Stick it out. Stick it out. Ride or die. Ride or die. Like, sis. Don't do it. Bonnie class. Brother, don't do it, please. Mm-mm. Yeah, seriously. And yeah, for the guys out there, man, please, a lot of you. Please go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A lot of you guys out here thinking you you strong and you, you know, you're not you're not a a a, a bad guy. You don't want to be seen as a bad guy or leaving this girl. If if this person's not for you, what are you doing here? You are you're not being strong, you're being weak. You're being weak by belittling yourself allowing another human to dictate who you are and how you move and what you do and everything revolves around them what time you come home what time you do this what time you do that like yeah i'm not saying that you don't honor and love people and but listen you're not even married (laughs) you're not even married you're doing all this stuff like this is the thing i don't understand it's like somehow in some way in the world I don't know what happened, but mm. people got so caught up in like 
like basically ba- be pretending to be married and like doing all these things for someone who's not making a commitment to you like why why does that happen we need to have another episode about this i think it's easier it's easier than do getting married because it's just like oh well there's they there's it's always that chance to come out to yeah. leave i guess to leave and then it doesn't really they don't understand what marriage actually is like there's no understanding of what it actually is yeah for sure so it's like treated as if it is a piece of paper when it's not like and i think for a lot of people too like they see their parents like get married but then like they see like like why even get married if like that relationship was a hot mess anyways or they got divorced or they got divorced or they separated they never got or married they were abused or whatever the case yeah, is so like what's true. the point like yeah they got married but like who cares see how the enemy just twists that's Ooh, his just, that's his plan oh getting things out of order okay so number 10 keep your eyes on jesus so you've finally left the relationship or Maybe you're still in the thick of it. And Jesus is saying you're out. No matter where you find yourself, if you are in a toxic relationship or you're out of it or you're trying to figure a way out, remember to keep your eyes on Jesus. He is the one who's going to give you the faith to believe that you can get out, that there is a way out. There is a way out. Yes. There is a way out. Amen. I want you to believe there is a way out. Say it right now. If you're in the middle of a toxic relationship, say it with your mouth. There is a way out. Yes. I don't care if you're driving in the car right now or you're on the treadmill or you're in your room or you're in the kitchen. I want you to say right now, open up your mouth and declare with your mouth and believe that there is a way out. Jesus will help me to get out yeah there is a way out through jesus christ he is the way out so i want you to believe that and focus on establishing a relationship with him he wants your whole heart he wants to be at the center of your heart and know that you can be satisfied in him your identity Mm. is in being his chosen beloved he loves you yeah if you have not gotten a revelation that Jesus loves you, I'm telling you, you will always constantly be looking to people who you think love you and seeking after their love and their affection. But there is no greater love than the love of Jesus Christ yeah. who will set you free from the bondage of being dependent on a human being for love. He has given us the desires of our heart because we delight in him and we know that he loves us. That's why we delight ourselves in his presence, in who he is, in his word. He is living word. He loves you and he is always going to uphold you and strengthen you and give you the courage to leave and not have access to anyone who does not love you the way that he loves you. So I want you to understand that, believe that, and receive that love right now. If you are not yet a follower of Jesus Christ, I am asking you, I am asking you right now to find it right now, some form, some level of humility within you Mm -hmm. to say yes to Jesus and no to this person who you know is not right for you. I am an example. Kat is an example 
of the fact that we have humbled ourselves by God's grace, knowing that there's nothing that we could have done to be saved from the pit of hell, be saved from Mm -hmm. living in a hell of a relationship here on earth, not just from hell itself, but from living on in on living in hell on earth. Yeah. In a relationship that was toxic, that was brutal, that was literally living in bondage and entrapment. And there is a way out. The only way out that we could have found was through Jesus Christ. Yes. Through the surrendering of our hearts, of our lives to what we thought we could do, to what we thought love was. We surrendered all of those kinds of concepts and things that we thought we knew. In exchange, we received the truth that Jesus, he loved us so much that he died for you and I. And he set us free from death, hell, and the grave. So that may sound very dramatic, but this is the truth. And I want you to accept Jesus right now if you're watching or listening and say, Lord, I lay down my past relationship. I lay down this toxic relationship and I surrender my whole heart to you. I give over everything that that I thought I knew and I make you my Lord and my savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your spirit that lives in me now that empowers me to walk away and be free in Jesus name. Yeah. And as you're talking, I don't know. I just feel like the Lord wants me to say this. So there's someone or maybe there's multiple people, but the Lord is saying, stop running from me. Stop running from me. There's people, you know that you know the Lord, but you're running. And just stop and fall right into his arms because he is right there. He's waiting for you. Stop trying to do it your own way. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. He knows best and you know that he knows best. So stop running from Jesus. He's right there. He will catch you. He is literally ready for you right now. Um, so I just feel like as you were saying that, um, just wanted to let you guys know, like, if that is you, like, he knows everything, you know, (laughs) he, even though you may think that he's not looking at you, he's looking and he sees everything and he has so much compassion and love towards you and he's not going to condemn you and he's not going to beat down on you. He is just simply waiting for you. So run into your father's arms. Yeah. Run into the arms of grace run into the arms of mercy, run into the arms of kindness. He is waiting for you to choose to love him. He already chose you while we were still sinners, Christ. Thank you, Lord. He chose us. He died for us. And so what ultimate act of love could there ever be other Mm. than one who lays down their life for a friend, right? Yeah. So I want to leave you with this is depend on him, depend on him, ask him for wisdom, lean into what it is that truly love really is and that's him he is a person love is a person it's jesus christ he is love he is kindness he is goodness you may feel like what how could this be good being this relationship i'm telling you right now he will turn what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for your good you will come out of this you are an overcomer you have a testimony of his goodness and his faithfulness he's been faithful to us and as you surrender and let go of any shame or let go of 
any self-criticism or any pain or any kind of feeling of lack that you're nothing without a person lay that down and pick up your cross and follow Jesus follow him and he will help you to choose the right person as you grow in your relationship with him in the future there will be a day where there will be redemption Hallelujah! and he's already redeemed your soul so let him be the redeemer of everything else in your life and the areas where you didn't know that could actually change and transform and look beautiful again he will take those areas where the They felt like it was just only ashes and there was nothing there. And he will build a beautiful garden. Yeah. So we love you guys. Yes, we love you. We are just so excited for what's to come in this relationship series. I feel like we should recap one more time, girl, if you don't mind, running down and recapping everything that we talked about. Just the the point so that everyone can uh, just have an understanding of what we talked about. And yeah, I think we'll... We'll end it there. So Yeah. So, again, this is how to get out of a toxic relationship. So we're just encouraging you. We're coming from a place of being in a toxic relationship of experience and um, just really wanting to help you get out. Um, So pray and ask God for wisdom. Number one, start there. He has the keys of wisdom. He has everything. He knows everything. Start with God. Um, Change the way that you think. Make the conscious decision to say, I'm going to change the way that I think. And I'm going to ask God to come in and help me. Um, Plan your exit. Prepare for takeoff. Plan it. Write it out. Do what you have to do. Tell, Tell someone that you trust. Like Get wise counsel and make sure you get yourself out. Um, knowing your worth and your values, knowing who you are, knowing how much you are worth according to the word of God. Um, and that will set the tone for all that is to come in for, yeah, for all that's that for all that is to come in your relationships and future things. And even you comparing the past, um, you'll start to realize like, okay, that's why that didn't work out because I didn't know my worth and my value. Um, listening to the right voices, wise counsel, listening to people who care for you and who love you, who don't have self selfish um desires, you know, like only want to be your friend because of X, Y, and Z. Like no, like somebody who is just there for you and um someone who knows the Lord. Um, commit to the process of change. Committing to the process, it's not going to be easy. Um, it's going to be hard because it's changed and it's different and it's different than what you're used to, but committing to that process and not turning back. Um, God, I don't know if it was God or the angel, um, but they told Lot's wife, do not turn back. And she was running away from Sodom and Gomorrah and God told her, do not turn back. And she turned back because she was looking back at her past, looking at that fire falling down, those cities burning down. And she turned into a pillar of salt. Never to say anything again, never to live again. That was it for her. Wow. Do not look back. Keep going forward. Commit to the process. Um, And don't blame the other person and don't blame God. Yeah. Don't blame the other person. Don't blame God. Final ones are forgive the person who hurt you and forgive yourself. Yeah. Make sure you release and bless them and not curse them because you never know what that could do to someone's life. If you don't want someone to curse you, don't curse someone else. 
Uh, set new standards. Make sure that you decide on who you want to become. Yeah. And commit to becoming that person with the help of the Holy Spirit. And keep your eyes on Jesus. Focus on him. Make sure that he is a lover of your soul. Keep him at the center of all of your relationships, whether it's romantic, whether it is in friendship. Make sure that the most important relationship in your life is with him. Yeah. And one last thing, this Bible verse came to my mind. I don't know the exact name of the verse, but with man, it's not possible. With God, it is possible. Yes. Anything is possible. Um, you're not going to be able to do this on your own. I'll tell you that right now because I tried multiple times and I failed and I turned right back. That's right. Um, until the Lord had to get involved and he made a way where there seemed to be no way. Um, but really trust and know that he's going to get you out of this. Absolutely. And I think sometimes people, you know, they break up and they get back together and they break up and they get back together. And I definitely went through that. But I know that the only thing that got me out the very last time was because I gave my life to Christ. Yeah. And I decided that that was going to be my standard was Christ. Christ is my standard. If you don't know Christ, there's no access to me, to my heart. And I decided that I'm going to guard my heart with the word, guard my heart and know that Jesus is going to be at the center of my heart. I'm going to be married to him. He is my groom. He is my first love. And I'm going to make sure that all of the relationships I have are going to have to be under that standard. And have to follow suit so no one in my life is going to be someone close to me if they don't know who he is and if they're not committed to being in love with him yeah so i think that wraps up this episode yeah we did this okay <laughs> i'm telling you i had a we had a lot we had a lot of nuggets these are more than nuggets these are like gems okay and I'm excited for what's to come and what we're going to learn about ourselves, really. Because yeah, for sure. This is not just, okay, I know everything. Right. This is honestly, you guys, the Holy Spirit just downloaded all these points to me today and to us as we were preparing for this episode. And I'm excited for the testimonies. Hallelujah. If you are someone who was impacted by this we are really asking you, please let us know. Yes. Please message us, DM us, leave us a message, leave us a comment, make sure that you get in touch with us and let us know because this is what really keeps us going. We want to make yeah. sure that what we're doing is impacting people's lives and you are a part of that. Your story matters. And we know that what you have to say it's going to help someone else. Amen. It's going to encourage yes. someone else. So please share this with a friend that you know is going through yes, a really tough time. Maybe it's in their relationship. Maybe it's in some other area of their life. And maybe they have other relationships, not just romantic relationships that are broken. Yeah. But maybe it's with their parents or with their children or their siblings. Because a lot of these things we can actually apply to other relationships. It doesn't necessarily mean only in romantic relationships. We right. can apply all of these things that we've learned today in other relationships. And I know that this is going to help others. It helps us to know that you're encouraged. Amen. And we love you guys. Make sure yes, that you follow you us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We always love to drop our episodes every single week. 
And we can't wait uh, for you guys to catch up with us on the following episodes after this. Yeah, we got uh, a lot coming. Yeah, we We're so lot. excited. It's going to be great. Uh, you can yeah. follow us on uh, TikTok, uh, TikTok, TikTok, <laughs> Instagram, gosh, Facebook, and Spotify, Anchor. You can listen and we are excited. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time. Bye.